People, ils ont posé, ils ont tout le monde. For the podcast. Let me take a minute before you smell my breath on the podcast. Back at it again. Today is the Photo Culture Podcast. Today we have a special guest for us today, and her name is Coach Cass. Whoop whoop! So happy to be here. Well, we welcome you. Thank, Thank you for coming. You. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Um, I'm actually wanted to. I'm actually kind of excited about today's topics that we have. Oh snap! Um, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> should be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got some last questions, but um, aye, aye, aye. um, how's meals? Um, well, let's we... start by what do you do? Yeah. What is your company? Oh, okay. What do I do, and what is my company? Okay, so I'm a love coach, specifically for successful single women, really over the age of forty. You know, one thing I find is that so many women focus on their careers for so much of their life, and they look up and they say, "Wait." Who's gonna spend? Who am I gonna spend my life with? Who am I gonna spend time with? How does this work? And dating can get so scary in today's day and age. So I speak around the world and I coach women all around loving themselves. And then how do they really choose the right mate and not the wrong one? Because we've done that before. <laughs> so what dictates success to for the what dictates successful women? What is successful that? women. So mainly when it comes to successful women. It's women who are focused, women who are driven, women who are accomplishing their feats. Because there's some women that just are stagnant. Yeah, yeah, are really stagnant. So I'm, I'm about progressive women who are into personal development, who want to do better, that want to do something different with their lives. Because there are many people that are just like, I'll just be the way I am for the rest of my life. And that's not that's not my ideal. Plan. So it's not dictated mm-hmm. towards money or status? Or well, essentially, you do need money to work with me. Yes, I, I do not run a non-profit. No, I'm saying for like, profit. No, like the criteria. To yeah, sign up. yeah, so it's not a certain amount of money to, to make. To make yeah. No, okay. no. So what made you decide to pick the name Inspire Many? Inspire Many? Okay, so it's a long time ago, but my main focus has always been, because I've transitioned in terms of coaching of what type of coach I've been, but always my focus is to inspire others. And I was like, inspire me? No, that's just about me. Inspire one? No, inspire many. So my main focus is if I can inspire you, that it's a ripple effect that touches others. Nice, I like that. Okay, I like that. So did you go to school to be a therapist? So I actually have many degrees. None of them are in therapy, right? So (laughs) (laughs) the difference between a coach and a therapist, like therapists have their place, right? Mm -hmm. But I want you to get up off the couch and do something, right? Mm -hmm. So coaching is action oriented. It's about accountability and making things happen. So for me, um, I do have a certification in life coaching and wellness coaching and business coaching and love coaching and matchmaking. I'm an international certified matchmaker that's a whole nother conversation um so i have many certificates and degrees but my main focus is to hold you accountable to what you say you want and help you stop to sap stop sabotaging what you say you want because so many times we say you know what i want an amazing relationship but we don't call <laughs> we don't call them back we 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 cuss them out we <laughs> hang up the phone we slam a door you know mm-hmm. we do so many things that are an absolute contradiction to what we say we want mm-hmm. yeah we were just talking about something before we got Uh-oh. Why are you putting me Is it wrong like... for a woman to chase a guy? Like, if a guy goes ghost, like, and you think something's wrong with him, shouldn't you, like, check up on him? Like, no? Wait, if he goes ghost, so how, you know, there's a lot of metrics to this question. How long were they talking for? <laughs> 
I don't know if I should be putting me out there. Yeah, this is this is kind of private. So oh, this is a private. So okay, I'm, so it's not Amanda. It's her friend Susie. <laughs> yeah, let's already friend Susie. No, like two, two, three months. Okay, two, three months. Mm-hmm. You were talking, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, just went missing. Yeah, kind of. Well, we were all supposed to go to a mutual friend's birthday. Okay. And he didn't contact our mutual friend or me or anything saying that he was coming. And you know those five-star restaurants, they want you to all be there. It's nothing. I was like, oh, wow. Like, that's very disrespectful. Yeah. So, no. I had to call from, like, a whole other number. <laughs> to, to get in touch with him? Yeah, to be like, um, okay, like, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. And what did he say? Um... She looks so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just her coaching her. It's like a one-on-one coaching with it being filmed. Okay. Um, it's free, though. He was just like, oh, we were rushing too fast, this and that. I'm like, I saw you. I see you once a week. Right. Like, I don't pressure you to hang out with me. Like, none of that. I'm like, I see you once a week, and we chill because I don't really like going out. Yeah. We just, like, low-key chill. And I'm like, Okay. I'm like, all right, fine. I'm like, not going to sit here and argue with you. You obviously have your own issues. Right. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And he it. was saying, Mm-mm. I should have been like, oh, well, you know, what are your issues? No. I'm not, no. Checking up on I'm the person. I'm with the man down there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The fact that she called from her phone and he didn't answer, and then she called from another phone and he did. Hello. And then he said they were moving too fast. So obviously there was something extra there that he was reading into this dinner. He wasn't ready them, for it. Then more, yeah. So pretty much, maybe he didn't want to see be seen in public, in terms of being with her. You know, the Snapchat mm-hmm. filters, the Instagram filters, <laughs> the Facebook posts. It was too he, much, right? So maybe he had a couple of people lined up, and this might mess up, you know, his options. You know, being seen sitting next to her and taking a boo pic to be posted, which so, you I know. don't do, by the way. But. Right? Yeah, but <laughs> essentially, you're in a group, yeah. so somebody's gonna say, "Oh, well, who's yeah. that sitting next to you?" There's always that chance, so. Yeah. So, I would say you did the right thing and letting that go. No, we don't need to check up anything more. Mm-mm. So, so for the um, climate we're in, how did dating change the last like 10, 20 years? Because I know it is like a, um, it's online now. And right. A whole that, bunch of different. That's ideas. the biggest part, right? So online dating has been around for a very long time, but now people are lazier than ever in terms of leaving their house. You see, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> low key chill. Like everybody just wants the Netflix and just okay. That's about it. So there's no real effort when it comes to dating. You know, it's more of a hangout, like, oh, just let's meet up over here. It's like, no, what happened to the effort? Before 20 years ago, a a gentleman would would, uh, either show up to your home or show up on time to a place, have a flower or a rose, open a door, you know, seat you in your chair. But now it's just like, what can you do for me? What can I do for you? What can that person do for me? And, you know, let's see if this could work. Yeah, it's it's very transactional. You know, like, are you down for this or are you down for that? If not, I don't know. You know, so half of the society just wants sex. The other side wants relationship. But then the sex people are saying, hey, I want a relationship when all they want is sex. So it's like, then there's not the transparency like there used to be of, you know, courtship and getting to know people. So it's a little bit harder, especially for... For women, you know, who just want to take their time and getting to know someone. I know so many men are like, well, I got to kick the tires. But sorry, you don't even know her last name. You know, like, <laughs> you know, you paid for Chipotle. You know, like, this is, you know, it's it's like modern day prostitution sometimes. It's like, well, I paid for three dinners, so then it should equal this. No, it equals nothing other That's than great conversation. That was no, like totally dating. Kind of expensive. 
I used to say if, if she get the guac, then. We don't realize that we see love through a specific lens of what we've been through. You know, we just think it's normal. Oh, well, we I see too. Hmm? But we see like our Right. Our or even romantic comedies, right? Like mm-hmm. seriously, in the back of our minds, a lot of us watch a romantic comedy and that's really what we're expecting. Even though our parents have dysfunction and people around us, we watch the romantic comedies and in the heart of hearts, you want this knight in shining armor to come in and rescue you. But it's like, no, nobody's coming to rescue you. There's nothing wrong. You know, how do you really really date there's no college class on it your mama didn't teach it to you and you're like okay well how do you really do this in a way that is authentic trial and error what you want right <laughs> and some of those trials are big errors like oh my god I, I just got pregnant by like three people you know <laughs> it's like, or which one was it you know so, you know some of these trials aren't working out too well so um for me it's really teaching women you know how do you see love how do you look at your love blueprint of how you love, you know, through what happened with your dad, through what happened with your friends, through what you saw on TV. What is your real belief around love? What are you expecting from a man that you're not saying out of your mouth? It's in the back of your mind. You have a long list of expectations, but like you're not coming out with it. And then is that realistic? Oh, well, I want my man to change my tire, put my gas in my car. I, I specifically have a client was with a guy for two years. Great guy, headed to marriage, blah, blah, blah. She ended up with a nail in her tire. She called him and was like, oh, I got a nail nail in my tire. And because he didn't rush to her rescue and fix the tire, she dumped him. Because in the back of her mind, a man should fix a tire. Yeah, I realized that too. Now down the line, it turns out. What did you realize? Down the line, he had... He didn't know how to fix a tire. He just didn't know how to fix a tire. Great guy, just didn't know how to fix a tire. Even if I know how to fix a tire, you can't expect me to run all the It's not even like, that. I think the expectation for like a single woman or when you're dating, the mm-hmm. expectation is just out of this world. Mm-hmm. Even if you if you guys connect, the expectation for either woman to a man or man to a woman, mm-hmm. from Mike's perspective, from a woman to a man, they expect you to like be this guy and you're mm-hmm. just like... No. And nobody's perfect. Right. <laughs> so and how do you expect they, us to be this perfect guy that look like we're not perfect? Right. And it's like, but oh, you she can't sounded like she wanted like a man's man. Yeah. But I think you can spot a man's man. But at the same time, she had the expectation, didn't say it to him, mm-hmm. dumped him, and then come to find out the man doesn't even know how to fix a tire. So you holding him against something that he doesn't even know how to do. You like I don't know if it's But shouldn't you have found that out in the two years? But like, you just got be. engaged. I just think it's hot. It's so, just were you guys really ready to get engaged if now Maybe. you're finding out he can't change a tire? We make so all types of decisions. I feel like that was based on the way we see A that. little thing that saved both of them. The expectations how do you not are, know yeah, that? I was about to say that. I went to couples therapy, and it's the expectations that people put on mm-hmm. from the, From TVs yeah. and movies and stuff like that. It's not even real, like... And from other couples. Right. Yeah, yeah. Say that. which is on Instagram. Instagram, they see other couples, so they want you to do this. Right. Are man supposed to do this? That, that's so annoying. Man, my husband put a lot of people in trouble. So my husband proposed to me in front of 200 women at a conference via a flash mob. 
Right? In that. New York. I see that. Yeah. 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 So it's just like so. Then we post that video, like twelve thousand people have seen it, right? And then now all his guy friends are like, "Yeah, thanks." Like, why did you, why did you post that? Now we gotta right? top that exactly. And it's not about that. It's who you're with, yeah. you know. So if you're low key, you might just want somebody to slide you a ring. Like, all right, thanks, no, but bro. Some I love girls you. I've seen, and I hear girls sometimes say, "Oh, you gotta do better than that." Like they're t- whispering, like. You see what he did to for her, and you can't do that for me. Like, well, that just shows you what type of girl she is. Exactly, and that's the well, conversation. I don't, I don't think it's. I don't think it's about because I do it. I mean, guys do it too. You're like, oh, a woman's supposed to be able to do this. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Then when you feet, when you're with head. this person for a long uh, time, you say get that. Yeah. <laughs> is, is that not a thing? No, that's uh, definitely a thing. Okay. So like, when you're with that person and it's less than what you thought it would, it's gonna be some. It's gonna bring you down to earth, but it's gonna be something that you have to like get over. Yeah, see, I don't, yeah, I'm not that needy. I don't need Let all me throw that. that out in a marriage. <laughs> I'm not that needy. I don't need all that. that but there's something, things, so. some things you have to sacrifice. Like, I can't expect you every month to take me on a getaway. Like, let's say that's important to me or it's minor to me. Like, I have to sit here and be like, well, there's certain things you can't do. Mm-hmm. But what's important to me is traveling. So we take a trip every six months. If yeah. you can't do that, then all right. Then I'm going to this way. It's compromising pretty much. You gotta yeah, compromise in a relationship, and then you gotta be able to communicate. That's what I've been learning so far. Cause I'm still learning how to be a perfect boyfriend, or we're well, not perfect of being a better. But the big part of that is understanding it's a lifelong process. Mm-hmm. You know, like my issue is that we just expect love to be like magic fairy dust mm-hmm. and to work itself out and not work on it, right? So that's good that you're saying I'm trying to figure out and continue that yearning to be better you know but i want to go back to what you were saying amanda okay so if you say after six months there's no trip then there might be a money mindset issue Mm -hmm. right so maybe you're just not on the same wavelength of how to budget how you see money and what's valuable so i always recommend financial peace university right so i was just about to say that it's not the university okay but i'm gonna be honest with you if you're talking to a guy that's motivation like he's an entrepreneur and he's like focused He's my mindset is money, money, money. Right. And women, I had deal with this. My girlfriend, we argue about this all the time. <laughs> we see money differently. Right. And she's okay. always talking about money's not everything. Money's not this. Money is this. <laughs> but money pays bills. <laughs> right. Money does this. And the worst. The worst is when they're like, oh, we don't have to spend money. But every time you guys go out and spend, spend money. money, yeah. <laughs> so it's like women and men. <laughs> Don't see money out of eye. And maybe you're right. Maybe we should take a financial class. I'm telling you, it's the best class. So it is a Christian-based class. But even if you're not Christian, it's a good course to take. Because every class is a different aspect of money. So it just opens up your mind to, well, how do I, how did I learn about money? Why do I, why is money important? So for me, I come from Jamaican immigrants, right? So we're hoarders, right? Straight up, mm-hmm. like, I can use this bowl uh, every, yeah, for 10 different things, right? You know, the butter, when you open a butter container, there's chicken butter. in there. You know what I mean? Like, we reuse everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, and but then... they didn't have much, so they had to... Right, yeah, but, if you, but if you yeah. date somebody that didn't come from that, right and they spend more so now you're a saver and you're looking at them like why are you just wasting money and you judge people right so my husband he's a watch guy so he'll spend a couple thousand on a watch and i think he's crazy but i spent four thousand dollars on a trip to thailand and not blink an eye you know and he thinks different I'm nuts. Priorities. it's just different yeah, priorities because i'll just stay through my car and then my girlfriend would be like 
what is all this for? Like, it says ah, you see, so then it's a conversation yeah. of what's your priorities. But one of the biggest things that I learned from that class is if you're in a relationship, a committed relationship with someone, a big part is who's a spender, who's a saver. But other than that, how much money do you need in the bank to feel safe? Because if you're a saver and your your significant other is a spender, you're going to go crazy watching them spend your money or spend money, period. Like, oh, man, this person is just going to make us bankrupt. So how much money do you need in the bank to feel good so that you can both do what you feel like without being checked? You know, now, like, you why are you spending that? People in marriage should have a joint account or people in relationships have a joint account? Should I think it's separate. Joint, in my opinion. Especially or if you have a business. Like, I, I can't have a joint account without have a business. Right. So to me, it depends on the couple. If you're both nine to fivers, I think it's easier to say, okay, every two weeks, this is the paycheck, blah, 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 blah. But then now if you have business income, then there's different expenses. And yeah. you don't necessarily want your spouse paying your business expenses and mixing that all up. Right. So I really believe it's, it, it depends on the situation. Um, I don't believe in mixing accounts until you're married, really, because, you know, you kind of have to sign this contract that says, hey, I'm going to be with you for life. And that's your intention. Otherwise, you know. Anything can happen at any time, now right? Now you're married, yeah. you think the woman should have a side? Because you know how men are. Like, let's <laughs> not lie. Let's not lie. I'm going to tell the truth because we know girls. This is why they said we just had a... We, we got to save for a rainy day, okay? Let's so, not lie. we had a guy named Big Fredo come on. And he uh -huh. was saying that women are like cats and men are like dogs. Mm -hmm. It was like, you always see a dog fucking like else. Like, you, you see a lot. But cats, you rarely see it. They're always hiding. They're sneaky. Yeah. So that's why you're saying women are sneaky. <laughs> yeah. So Women are sneaky. And we do a lot better. Um, yeah, yeah, you guys do. I'm glad you guys are admitted. <laughs> <laughs> that's who I am. I admit it. Okay. Because like, some <laughs> girls sit there alive. No, no, it's not true. We're not women are sneaky. Women are sneaky. Okay. Mm -hmm. now, we, now we get somewhere. <laughs> so, so let me ask you. Um, you're married, so how yeah. do you um, put in the things that you teach into your everyday like marriage sometimes i mess up and my husband be like oh love coach hey love coach how you doing i'm like oh thank you so i go to the pastor and say hey pastor yeah. so then that's when he he, he calms himself yeah. down right so understanding that we're not perfect the profession that i've chosen is one that is for high scrutiny in my personal life you know so it is a, a often check but one of the biggest things that I have to remind myself of is, is when I get crabby and when I get rude and when I get disrespectful, it's really because there's something up with me and it has nothing to do with him, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, what are those daily things that I'm doing to make sure that I'm right so that when I come to say, hey, babe, it's not coming from a place of tired, disgusted, annoyed by something else and then taking it out on him, you know, like that daily process of marriage is a big one because I don't know if any of you have ever had a roommate and it's just like your roommate gets on your nerves but you could be rude to your roommate and be like right, I'm gonna see you later and you don't have to talk to them for two weeks but then when it's your spouse that's not necessarily the healthiest you know you can't you can't do that so really understanding how would I want to be treated and actually listening to when I get called out like you know what I am wrong you know and being playful with it sometimes in marriages we easily easily push buttons and go off the hinges but if your best friend did it it'll slide right off your shoulder but because your spouse did it you're like oh no yeah, that was the worst more. right yeah. yeah but being able to bounce back is a big teller and a big telltale sign of how successful your relationship will be 
How do you release those grudges? How do you let that thing go? Whatever it was. Because we, we get in arguments. People get in arguments on the stupidest stuff. These days, people don't realize relationships is a work. It's a job. And they just think it's going to work out. If it doesn't work out, then it wasn't meant to be. Instead of trying to make it work and like clock in and clock out. So I don't necessarily that say uh, love is, is work. You know, because that we always find it so bad. Like, oh, I hate work. I don't like work. So, you know, it's like love can be fun, but it still has to be intentional because everything else we do is intentional. Anything else you want. This podcast, you had to schedule people. You had to call and follow up with people. It doesn't just happen in magic air. You just show up to this place and say, I'm here. Let the podcast begin. No. Right. And you have to plan for it and you have to schedule some stuff and you have to call some people. So that's the same thing we need to do in everything else, in your travel plans, in your workout plans, in your laptop, plan. whatever you got to do, you plan for it. But in love, we just decide magic fairy dust land. Sparkle. You know, be sexy. Yes. <laughs> you know, love me now. I was talking to my friend. He's a recruiter and he does follow ups and all that stuff. He talks to customers trying to sign them up to be like uh to like nurse, like he sets them up in hospitals, nurses and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And he was talking to a girl, and they didn't work out. Now she came back down. She went to Tally. Now she came back down here. She um, contacted him, so they're talking. And he was saying, "Yeah, I haven't talked to her in a couple more, like in a couple of days." And I was like, "Why don't you like follow up with her? Like when you talk to a customer, don't you follow up with them?" And he was like, "Yeah, but I'm just tired. I don't got time for that. I don't got time for that." <laughs> So that's the thing. The funny part about this is that she kind of broke his. I think she broke his heart because now he's like, I can't mess with no trendy girls now. Because he just like doesn't want to do anything with that whole yeah yeah that whole, yeah, yeah, yeah like, department just because of what she did and she moved to Tally with another guy, but that didn't work out I guess. So that's why she's down here. Mm -hmm. And he's like, Yeah, it sounds like she changed, but I don't know. And he's he's not sure. But what is he I, not sure about? Just move on. Yeah. Just move on, <laughs> right? So sometimes we hold on to, to the past. He just wants to taste, I think. He just want to taste a little no. bit. No, no. <laughs> ah, the so, taste. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes you taste guys this do that poison. Right? Do that sometimes. Like, double back. I missed out on that. She came back around. I didn't go after. She came to me, so I'm about to take a bite. Such a problem. So let me ask you: Do you think like the ninety-day rule works when you're when you're dating? What is with you on this ninety-day rule? <laughs> I don't know what works. I want to hear from like a, a, a somebody. But else. did you you were like, abstinent for a while? Mm -hmm. if I'm, not, I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So my husband wait, my husband waited three years. Three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you okay, brother? <laughs> <laughs> my husband waited till I wedding day. He sure did wait till our wedding day. So um, I do recommend the ninety-day rule. Just because in today's society, it's like, I meet you, you meet me, you're sexy, let's do it. The next morning, you're like, mm, nah, let's keep it moving. And all of that, we pretend like it doesn't affect us, but it does. You know, so hard and it hurts, especially if that person ghosts <laughs> and goes missing. Then it's like, was I, was my stuff not good? So then it's like the self-esteem it's a killer. So even though you might enjoy sex, what comes along with that when you have sex with a person that you're not really attached to, know nothing about, and you have no conversation about what you're doing, that it ends up in a bad situation. One person is always like, can we be more? And the other person is like, I don't know. Right? So, so statistically, is having a conversation of what are we and what are we doing? If this is just a tonight thing and we have that conversation, then it's not as bad as just... You having the heat at. of the moment 
let's see and then you have one expectation i'm in a relationship getting married and the other person's like i just met you i'm gone right <laughs> so being able to have that conversation of what are we what are we doing no matter what you know relationship or not is having that conversation so for me i like 90 days or even a monogamous relationship because there's too many stds out here and you know i do believe in dating multiple people but i don't necessarily need you sleeping with multiple people because then if you end up with something like who did it yeah. you know like I don't know. That's not a good place to and be. Sex in. could blind you from actually learning to. to, to learn How many that. times have we stayed with somebody because of that good good? <laughs> oh, that good good. <laughs> I'ma just stick around because it's so good, but they're so poisonous and they're evil. But just just lay down, you know, yeah. or just stand up. But either way, you know, it's like it really does cloud your judgment in in terms of saying, you know, is this somebody is a viable partner in life? outside yeah. in the light that I'd actually take around my coworkers or my friends or my clients. Probably not, you know, that good good ain't always that good. Mm -hmm. I don't like to say this, but I look at I look at like relationships with women. I'm not trying to down like play like downplay it. Oh, but there we go. Mm. <laughs> but <laughs> women are like an investment to me. Okay. And like you said you did like three years. So if I was dating you you and I was talking to you for three years, I'm not gonna let like I just like it's three years like in a business I invest into a business mm -hmm. you're not gonna just throw away the business and like, you just invest like three years worth of money into that what are you doing though in that three years I mean, like what, <laughs> is your, what is your husband doing that three years what do you mean what do you do? <laughs> like, he waited yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah okay I'm, yeah. if I'm building and waiting for three years I'm not gonna just throw my business away I'm not gonna throw away my women like that so I'm was that plan like he knew that originally or so here's the thing his friends would come up to me like how are you doing we know he's abstinent so it was already a path that he was on i didn't oh. convince him you know so i was lucky in that yeah you very lucky pretty cool he could have been like what's his name actually <laughs> now mind you like the guy before him was like oh i'm a nympho so this is not gonna work it just is what it is yeah, yeah he's a nympho a nympho somebody's with addic addicted to sex who also oh. had herpes, oh, but it's just yeah. like, you know, <laughs> these are the conversations that you need to have. Like, and I know a lot of women that are waiting or saying, you know, I, I need to know you, you know, and sometimes what sex has become is kind of like, oh, we go from kissing. There's no more bases. It's just yeah, like, right. if I kiss you now, it's sex. It's like, wait a second. I, I was just trying to kiss you for a little bit. And so now you don't even want to touch a person's hand because you're foreplay. like shoot there is no such thing as foreplay the sucker goes from hand to hand five seconds <laughs> yeah. like maybe yeah, i don't even yeah, yeah maybe but you gotta roll out look at you too hard i was just talking about this too i would have conversations like that but um i was talking about how guys don't have like how you women could talk to each other and t like you guys can discuss about certain parts and talk about us guys don't have like a, a thing we, we, where we do that with guys like we're not gonna go i'm not going to a max like yeah, um, I think you should do it like this, or this is what's going on. That's your like, fault. No, it's all men's fault. That was my fault. But um, yeah, you women, you women talk together. So you guys know more. So like, some guys don't know about foreplay, mm -hmm. especially when you're young. Mm -hmm. And that's why I say sometimes you gotta work with a guy too, cause we some like I'm not gonna lie to you. I started getting pushed like what two years ago, one year ago. Congratulations. <laughs> that Congratulations was not a thing. That was not to me. To me, that was. Like foreign to me, like in high school, like eat pussy. What? You got me crazy. Like that was not a thing for me. DJ Khaled still doesn't do it. Yeah, one well, <laughs> now, but yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like some people don't have the knowledge of it, and we don't have a book to that's like. That's why to... you watch porn and you. No, but do you think that helps? No. Yeah, I'm about to say really? porn mm -hmm. to me don't help because it's putting false. 
thing in your head. Like, all that stuff you see in porn is fake, some of it. Right. So, you watch And, like, every single time it's not going to be like that. I, I remember watching a training, and the presenter said, if you have great sex, like, you know, you both climax, it was amazing. It was like, oh, this was so juicy, so amazing. I want you to create a plaque. <laughs> Put the date and shed a tear because it's not gonna happen that often. You know what I mean? Like eighty percent of the time, sex is cool, but it's not like whoa. You know what I mean? It's like I know, you know, thanks for. But it's about connection, and sex is even better when you're connecting with someone that you love and you care about, and like you, you, you trust and all of that. You know, like there's another level to that. So that's in terms of exploring sexually, what's beautiful about doing that with somebody that you're really with is having the conversations of what she likes or doesn't like or what you're into or not into and being able to respect each other's boundaries, what you're, you know, and all that stuff. So it's nothing to feel ashamed about. It's just like, okay, that's Yeah, cool. but some women are like, I shouldn't be teaching or exploring that. They don't want to waste their time. Like, you should get that too. Cause like, like, it's a waste of their time. Like they feel like, well, I feel like so they don't want to, you to practice on them is what you say? No, I, I, like, would, I would expect my girl to just do what she do. Like, know what to do. Yeah. But so then if she's not doing it that. right, you just tell her move to the left, move to the right. I feel like, like there's a difference between that. teaching and tweaking. Yeah. Right. There, so what's the difference between, to me, to me, me personally, I feel like if you guys are exploring together, what's wrong with teaching? The it's person? beautiful. Yeah. Teaching. What's wrong with teaching? But like you said, you want you want to deal with somebody tweak, but you don't want to deal with nobody tweak. You don't want to. My thing is, that. I get turned on by somebody. Already. No. So like if you're like if you're a man and you done ran through how many girls? <laughs> Why do you always assume? <laughs> yeah, what if he's, what if he's a virgin is. still? Where point someone. Why is that a thing? Why do, why does girls not like guys with not very little experience? That's like a I'm not thing. saying I don't like that, but point me to one. But if you point, if I pointed you to one, you probably you would not, not be. Uh, exactly. I probably won't believe him. Like, no, you wouldn't <laughs> like him. Like, I never said that. I, I don't would. think you would. It would have lasted because you wouldn't want to teach him. Ah. Even if you did like him, it would have lasted because you'd be like, I don't, "This is babying. I don't want to deal with this." I don't think girls are attracted what you to, just said. to guys that are virgin. If you met a 30 year old virgin, you would not be attracted that to he, I think virginity is beautiful. Yeah, you say that, <laughs> but I don't, I don't think you really. Like, it's, it's hard, right? So I know someone that was a virgin before they got married. And it was tough because, you know, all her life, she was taught... You know, well, keep different. yourself, keep yourself, keep yourself. Guys like when sudden, girls are virgins. You're supposed to be That's this freak of the week, yeah. freak of leak, swing from a chandelier. And everybody they want that control has their own. Teach you what they like. Yeah, I mean, everybody has their like own inhibitions, right? A lot of, one in six women have been raped or molested. One in, no, one in three women have been raped or molested. One in six men, right? So everybody has their stuff that they're dealing with. So it's just like how you touch me, the way you touch me, does it remind me of what I've been through? So, you know, you got to think of all of that, right? So it's looking at where you've been and how do I teach you to do what I like? That's all it is. As your wife knows how to please you and if she just needs to tweak a few things, lick this way, lick that way, jiggle this way, like say it, you know what I mean? And if you're not comfortable in saying it, then that's something with you to say, all right, well, why am I not comfortable? How come? Is there something in my past of when I opened up about whatever that I was shut down or judged? 
Am I afraid to be judged? Do I trust the person I'm with? Is this something that I need to meet with a coach, a therapist, a counselor about to just have a conversation around this? Because you got to be able to have that. Teach you how to eat pussy. Man. <laughs> uh, that's what your woman is for. Just yeah. to say, you know. I was reading something. the book about that actually. This I is like exciting. Learn, I like to learn a lot. Okay, we're reading a book on. Yeah, I do everything. I do the whole nine yards. Yeah. Um, saying that you need to have a create a space with your women where you should have an open conversation where you should be able to talk about stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, uh, did you like it like this? Or you want it like this? Or faster, slower, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. You agree with that? Yeah. Because some people are loud and will tell you exactly, and some people are absolutely mute and will say nothing. You know, so sometimes it is while you're eating dinner and <laughs> you just talk about it because sometimes it might be awkward in the moment right I like so then you feel judged that he was with the girl and uh -oh. he was with the girl and sh her head game was trash uh -huh. and he would tell her in that moment obviously for well she didn't react very well to it and i'm mm. like well maybe you should have told her like at a different time because yeah. now she's naked yeah and she's Trying and she's trying and like that wasn't probably the best moment for her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. so let's talk about communication because I think that's one of the things that I think most men struggle with. I think because girls want to like do too much communication and guys want to communicate when we want to communicate. Women think we know how to read minds. Okay, that's so, the problem. So like in a disagreement. My girl just goes crazy, and then I just like I shut off. I'm just like, all right, we'll talk about this when I don't, when I'm not annoyed. See, that's the problem I used to do, and I realized that by doing that, you're deflecting it. It's better to address it there and then, because all you're doing is holding everything in, and then this next day holding it in, then the next day you just. Snap. But I think you resolve it at some point. It's just when it's at that point, my girl will send you like a thousand text messages, and it's like, all right, I'll read this tomorrow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but that's not it doesn't work. So what do you think about like communicating in a relationship? So there's four things that lead to the demise of any relationship and every marriage, right? So in terms of divorce, if you want to be divorced and if you don't want your relationship to work out, these are the four things that you do. One is criticism, right? This is what you do. You always do this. You never do that. You suck, right? Yeah, relationship. <laughs> right, exactly. Contempt, rolling of the neck, like, I don't care. You know, I don't respect you. Like, this doesn't work. Um, stonewalling, so that's the shut down, cut off, I'm not talking to you until I cool down whenever and you just need to wait until I feel better to talk to you. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then the fourth is contempt, criticism, defensiveness. It's not, it's not my fault, it's your fault. It's always somebody else's fault, it's not my fault. You know, we could all think somebody like that, right? So those are the four things that literally tear apart relationships. And I'm pretty sure you could think about one person that you don't like very much, more than likely, they do one of those four things in terms of blaming somebody, criticizing somebody, just being daggone disrespectful, right? And then straight up shutting down when you wanna to talk to them. So in terms of communication, staying away from those four things are the biggest. But I'm saying like, isn't there a point where it's too much communication? Like so yeah, so if you're getting to a place where you want to fight your woman, I definitely would say that you need to go calm down and come back. Do you agree with don't go to bed angry? It just depends, right? Like sometimes you're upset. So you could table things, but you could still be respectful of each other, right? If you love this person, just think of it like this. If you work with somebody and you get a disagreement, you're not cussing them out on the job. Right? You're not cussing your your boss out. You're not cussing the HR people out. You're not cussing your clients out, right? 
So why would you try and do that to the one that you love? Somehow we treat the loved ones the worst. These total strangers that we work with, oh, hey, Becky Sue, hey, Rashida, we're good, right? <laughs> no, you know, so being able to take that same skill set home to say, all right, this is how I operate when I'm upset and having that conversation when you're not upset. Hey, babe, I realized that when we get into arguments, this is the usual pattern. You want to talk and then I shut down. You know, would you like to work out a better operation of how we argue? Because at the end of the day, we just want a solution of being happy, right? So what if we got there quicker by being able to communicate in a way that we both understand? So let's say you're pissed off that I didn't wash the dishes and you're going off on me to the fact that I need to go run outside and go walk around the block because literally I can't hear you. I'm no longer listening to the words coming out your mouth, right? And having a conversation of what would another way be to communicate to me that you just asking me to wash the dishes or could I wash the dishes or just express your frustration. And it could be her seeking therapy around what is her frustrations in life period that she goes off on such simple issues, right? So there's some things that she needs to work out too in terms of the way she communicates with you and probably with other people. That makes sense. Yeah. Is she good. very like rah-rah like with friends? I mean, she's my, my girl's OCD, so she's just like yeah. So that's why she's going she's going crazy over the dishes over for the real. Smiles, <laughs> and I'm just like, some days you have good days, some days you have bad days. Good days, you can probably joke about it. Bad days, I'm probably not trying to hit nothing, mm -hmm. and I'm just gone. Like I'll talk to you tomorrow. But I mean, I'm working on it. But yeah, I find it. I'm middle no. ground. You're lucky you wasn't here for the last interview with you. Um, yeah, what? I know. Max was not having it. She's and we're good. trying to explain to him that it doesn't matter. Like sometimes it's not what you say; it's how you say it. Mm -hmm. He he's a big person where he's like he says things, but he don't realize that. It's, so I, I have being like I have a question. Going back to him being engaged and being married, and he's 24. Yes. Do you think being married? that young do you think he's ready to have like a long-term relationship because well i just met max about three minutes ago <laughs> but do you think age has anything to do with it or um i so it depends right so if you're a mature person that's deciding yeah that's deciding that this is what you want for your life and you have your goals in order and you're ready to be that provider and that leader of your home that's up to you in essence, overall, I think 30 is like the magic number in terms yeah, of getting like, I... But 24, if he feels that, you know, I'm a mature person, I, I can hold myself down, my woman is my woman, and we could do this together, like, it all works out. Just think about back in the day. People used to get married at 18. But the mentality and, and what work we're it faced out. with now <laughs> is different. Like, people want to turn up and people want to clout chase and people want to be on... Instagram and Snapchat, like it's more that's accessible. Not but that's not that's you. Not my time. Oh, okay, all right. I'm on a different time. Okay. It's like, at the end of the day, if you see something that works that you haven't seen before, mm -hmm. it's either you gonna hold on to it, which I tried. Right. I was like, you know what, let's. But I, at the end of the day, you'd rather lose that and then go back on the market where there's nothing really comparable, or right. you'd rather just. Hang tight and let it run. Let's go back to investing. I'm telling you, man, the business. How long have you guys been together? Two years. Nice. So, yeah, you could be like, okay, let me wait till I'm 27, but then not you're riding this wave. And then you're messing or, with her biological clock. You exactly. Her or she'll be like, I'm not waiting. Yeah. And then you um, 
then she leaves and then right. you just so like, they they could literally be married for the next three years and not have kids and be still oh, cool. she has kids already oh okay she has a son. She's not right. with him, yeah. yeah but i'm just saying like they're not necessarily in a rush to then have another child like they can just be married yeah they could just be married you know and not necessarily have to do anything else for a while because you know they're both young and see where it goes yeah, yeah I feel like when you find somebody um, that you feel like someone and she find somebody that she feels like the one at the end of the day, when you do it, I don't think it matters. As long as your life is ready for it. Now, mind you, some people's lives aren't ready for it, right? I mean, so, how do you know? Like, I, I just I, had a conversation with my friend, and I didn't. he's 31 now, and I just found out, like, he was, he's divorced. I'm like... You're 31, so when the hell did you get married? Mm. 24. Yeah. So they were married for like eight years with no kids. And I'm yeah. like, so what happened? He's like, just grew into like different people. I cheated, then she cheated. We tried to work it out and their divorce was final as of last month. Mm. <laughs> so I'm like, that's why I asked that question. Like, yeah. I, I'm a very, I was a very mature because I'm 28. Mm -hmm. At that time, I thought I was mature, but I... My views now are different than right. what they are. Not. I had a whole three-year living boyfriend situation. Yeah. And I was taking care of his kids. Yeah. And paying, handling all the, like, important adult stuff. And he was mm -hmm. older than me. But now I'm 28. I'm like, damn, I thought I was mature then. Like, I still had growing to mm -hmm. do. Yeah, definitely still have growing to do. But then, in this case, you're growing together, you know, versus meeting each other grown. Right? So, it's, it just depends. Right? So, right now... You're entering a marriage. You're going to take two courses, right? You're going to do premarital. <laughs> you're going to do financial, um, court, what? financial Peace University, right? And then you're going to commit to doing a marriage retreat once a year, right? So finding marriage retreats and that be a part of your travel plans. This is what we do. We go two days, three days to literally work on our marriage. Because the problem is this cheating stuff comes when you don't address your stuff, you have a whole bunch of blow-ups, you start to resent each other, you don't communicate, and then you go to somebody else to vent, right? So you just put a little crack in the window, and then you just bust the whole window wide open. Right. Go so, ahead. It's time. <laughs> if this is not me, just right. so y'all know. A friend. A friend. A real-life friend. Uh -huh. <laughs> not a friend in my head or a friend over here. Right. So I have a girlfriend. She's 40. She already has a kid. She's in a relationship with... Um, this guy, they've been long-term friends, like, since 15. They kind of tried dating previously in the years, but it wasn't as where it is now. So he took a change, a transition in his life where he's not working, like, they laid him off. But he still has his apartment and this and that. She has always made more money than any guy that she's been with. Mm -hmm. Um, and she likes being 40 and obviously already have a grown daughter she still wants to like go out and party and listen to music and go out and eat and like these are things like we like to do together mm. so now he used to be like that mm. back in the day uh -oh. but now there's him being older him not being financially there and i'm sure like any man your pride and you're just like i can't yeah, do we this want to provide we like to the three p's like so solid. she will be like she gets frustrated mm. like and because then he'll feel some type of way if she like goes out, you know, but she's like, well, this is me. This is what I was doing before you and this and that. And sometimes she'll like bring him along. But now she feels like because I brought him along, I got to pay mm. and this and that. And now you're feeling some type of resentment. Mm. And um, her mother's doing construction on her house. So long story short, she ended up getting one of her exes 
to work on the house. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not, it was like an ex from like years and years ago. Like nothing has ever happened since then. And she told him about it. And he didn't react badly, but he got upset. And then she's just like, I've been doing this stuff on my own forever. And I get that. Like she's 40. She raised her daughter on her own. She's paying her bills on her own. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, you have to compromise because you're in this relationship with him right. now. And I don't think. You How know, old is he? She's 40. Like around her. Yeah, like 43. And how long have they been together? They're probably pushing a year. Okay. And they have a bunch of problems or do they have happy times? They have happy times. Yeah. Like I, I love him for her. Like he's. She's raw raw sometimes, mm -hmm. and I tell her I'm like, you need to find someone to put you in her place. But he does it so good, where it's not like she's he's not yelling at her like, mm -hmm. okay, we're gonna communicate. You can't leave this and that. But his problem is he's always like, okay, we're done. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you can't do that either, because mm -hmm. then she's gonna be like, okay, we're done. Well, I'm gonna go out and live my best life, right. which she did last week with me. But <laughs> you're like, I'll be that friend. Come on, baby, come on. <laughs> She was like, so. can I bring him? I'm like, no! <laughs> oh, you're, you're like, so one of the things I definitely always say in a relationship, if you're in it, you're in it. If you threaten to leave, there's a door. I remember when I was dating my husband, um, we got in an argument, blah, 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 and it was at my house, and he left, stormed out. Okay. And like five minutes passed, and I hear a knock at my door. He's like, you didn't come after me. I was like, what? Like, you know, I was, I was waiting for you to run out in the hallway and like, I was like, hang on to your foot. Like, what do I, what do I look like? Here is the deal. Yeah. You leave, bye-bye. You stay, let's work it out. You know, like, but if you storm out my house or if you say it's done, like, you make sure you're sure before you say those words. Because yeah. I'm not, I grew up in a household where divorce was thrown around all the time, yet they're still married. You My know, it's just like, too, yeah. then why did you keep talking about, I'm leaving, I'm getting a divorce, it's over, and you're still sitting here. This is like 27 years later, right? That's my dad and my stepmom. So I'm just like, you gotta, you gotta start... Looking at that stuff, like, don't put threats out that you're not going to fulfill. Don't start nothing you can't finish, yeah. right? So when you get to that place of just respect, so that's why the divorce is not on the table, right? So with this, it's like, all right, so if we're in this, we're in this. And we don't throw that out there because then there's a small part of you that then starts to stash away and plan for the future and think about abandonment because that conversation always comes so up. you have your own bank account. Don't know about. That's like a care package, like... You're waiting for something to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... You put you doubts so? already in a relationship. So you don't believe in prenups? No. Okay. No. no. I believe what that you know? essentially <laughs> Florida, Florida law... My husband totally schooled me on this. So Florida law... Pretty much what was before your marriage is yours anyway. Essentially, oh, okay. according, like your real estate holdings and whatever. That's your stuff My anyway. Lord, I just took a business law class. Yeah. I told everybody in the class, he said, make sure you have separate accounts. Yeah. Yes, because you don't want the woman taking half of your money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta love lawyers. Yeah. Gotta love y'all. Um, but in terms of prenups, I think prenups come into play when it just comes to how do you move your money and how do you protect your family but outside of that it's like it really is signing up for a divorce you know like if you're worried about a prenup put your put your stuff in a trust 
You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to sign a prenup, but you can put yourself in a trust. You know, there's other ways around protecting your assets. Now we're talking. <laughs> Failed marriages, have you seen the that you set up? Like, you set up? Did I set up? Yeah, like, None. do you work with anybody, like, mm -hmm. couples, and they failed or anything like that? Or No. So you never witnessed that? No. no, I've witnessed failed marriages, and I've witnessed people get married that I told shouldn't get married. Uh -huh. <laughs> but uh, that I specifically set up? No. How do you know, like, from... Do you have a process? Yeah, like that. Like, do they take a quiz? Not. Well, a part of it is what I'm telling Max, right? Okay. Like, literally doing that work and then also being able to communicate in a way that's healthy. So I'll tell you this, right? So my husband and I were dating and we went on a missions trip to Kenya, right? All the way to Kenya. So from Miami to Heathrow, London to Kenya. That's 23 hours, right? And then we were in a bus like this, right? Four hours. So 28 hours later, we're sitting in the house. My friend lives there with his wife. And my husband, who's my boyfriend at the time, sitting there talking to him about his ex-girlfriend. Oh, my ex-girlfriend, you know, she used to do this. She used to help my mom wash dishes. I was like, hold up. You know the clap. Hold up. Wait a minute. You over here, all the way over here. Talking about your ex-girlfriend? Really? So I was pissed. Really? So I was mad. And I went to my room. We were staying in several rooms, you know, some mission trip. And so, like, I was mad. I was like, I'm not gonna talk to him till tomorrow. I can't believe you know what? It's over. I'm done. If he's still talking about his ex-girlfriend, there's still something there. We're we're so far away. And if he's still thinking about her, then he needs to be with her, right? All that going on in my mind, like, mm-mm. 20 minutes pass, and I'm like, well, how fair is this? Is this really right for me to just be over here and silence you? Because he came and knocked on the door like, is everything okay? How you doing? How you feeling? You know? And I didn't answer. And I was just like, after 20 minutes, I was like, you know what? I grew up around family that would not talk to each other if somebody didn't wash the dishes. They wouldn't talk to each other for a week. Like, like just imagine the two of you live in one house, and because you didn't wash the dishes, he didn't talk to you for a full week. Like... That's a rough place to be in, and I hated seeing that. That wasn't my family in my household, but I saw it, and it wasn't good. So I was like, you know what? It's 20 minutes. I should go talk to him, right? So how would I feel if I was in the same situation? So then I went to him, and I, I told him how I felt or whatever, and we squashed it. The next day at breakfast, we were there kiki and laughing and whatever, and my friend, who had been married for 10 years, he said, listen, I went through two years of therapy with my wife to get to what y'all just did. That's called a good rebound, right? So being able to rebound quick is a telltale sign of the success of your relationship. Because if you sit there and harbor things and hold on to things, that's just going to really mess things up in terms of your, your marriage, you know, or in terms of your relationship or what you guys got going on. So it just opened my eyes to the fact of being able to communicate your needs and being able to bounce back is a huge part of you really having a lasting relationship. Yeah, I was just talking about that. It's not good. It's not healthy to hold things in. Because it just, would, you're going to blow up. But how you let them out is also important. Mm -hmm. So just getting it out is, isn't good either, right? So if in the heat of the moment, you just want to... That's how you say it. Mm-hmm. Okay. what you say. And I want to bring up this, too. Another topic is um, girls that, well, women that took a, um, took a man from another woman, and then the man cheats on them. Why do they always get mad at that? Like, oh, he left me, da da da. Because you stole him from another man, oh. woman. So what? What you expected to happen? I don't. You can't address that. If people are cheating on people, and if they cheat on people, then that's just what they get mad because they don't think it'll happen to them. They were different. 
<laughs> I was the one. She wasn't the one, even though she had a ring on her finger. Look at all the celebrities. Come on. Yeah. What's the Rupees. worst dating city in the U.S.? Uh, no, I am not <laughs> going to condemn Miami to the worst dating city. You said okay? I am it was not my top three. I am not going to condemn because you can uh, find love. It was in the top three. I love anywhere. I think it was Cali, well, LA, Miami, New York. Just in general, I guess. Oh, no, Atlanta, too. Atlanta. Depending on what type of dating you're doing, right? I <laughs> shot at Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a friend too. Um, I told him about an interview, and he was saying um, he thinks that matchmaking is a scam. Oh, <laughs> why? So, do you do like blind dates, or is it like matchmaking? what's your process? So, in terms of matchmaking, right? So, it really is a whole ninety-minute interview with both parties to see if I believe that they'll actually be a match. And then, yeah, it is like a blind date to have a conversation and then meet up in person. I try not to have people look at photos because then we judge just mm -hmm. like you do with online dating. Oh, no, I can't. <laughs> but it's so crazy. You'll meet someone and essentially they look regular, but you connect in person and you're like, you're the greatest thing ever. But if you saw them online, you'd be like, nah, 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 this not work right so we're very judgmental to what we don't know versus what we see in person so yeah so in terms of matchmaking it's really for the elites because it ain't cheap right and it really most of the people who end up being matchmaking clients are people who are very driven in business and haven't made time for love and look up and realize like oh I should have paid attention to this. But why is that? Why is it only for the elite? Like, normal people expensive. need love, too? Yeah, they do, but they're just <laughs> not going to pay. But why does it have to be expensive? Because you're finding the person's lifelong mate. How can you put a price on that? You can. It's priceless. <laughs> it's priceful, not priceless. It's priceful. If you could do it by yourself. Mm -hmm. You probably need help. Right. So and what's it's the not worst? simple. So they come back after the date and they come and tell you. How the, each so other what's did. your worst? <laughs> what's your worst? Um, like therapy a little bit. Therapy? Therapists don't match you with anybody. No, right? like you come back, how they come back to you, they talk to you. I'll have a conversation of how it went. Yeah, so for me, you know, it's just the rejection piece, right? So it's like one person thinks they're young, right? So remind you, everybody's over 40 or even 50, right? So he he's looking for a young girl, and I hooked him up with somebody who's age appropriate, <laughs> you know? And it's just like, well, you know, I'm just oh, so you looking for somebody. Guess well, it depends what? on who the client is, right? Yeah. But yeah, so it's like if the female is my client, I'm looking for a man. If the man is my client, I'm looking for a female. Let me right? ask you, because so, I know a lot of people here, um, we heard of the, the, the short guy in the bagel store. What? Oh, I've seen that. I don't know. That went viral. When he, he was like yelling. He, he was yelling at the girls because um, I guess they were treating him a certain way. So he was a short guy. So he was talking about short how, syndrome, I think how, how dating how dating sites, they like, every time he shows up, they like make fun of him and they never take him on a second date. So how does like, how do you help the short guys? Like, I don't the, know. <laughs> it's a tough situation. I don't know. Like, if, if, don't want no short, short, man. Because if, if, if you do it where it's blind dating or you, you don't basically tell the profile and then they meet and this guy's like four foot ten yeah, it's, it's really tough <laughs> that's like what's borderline borderline is like I mean, a five three 
three, five, four, five, five. I know short women that only date women, tall, men tall over six feet. And yeah. it's just like, why are you trying to take up all the tall, tall men for the semi-tall women? You know what I mean? It's not right. I think girls could get away with it. But when this guy is like five foot three, I could feel like if he goes on a dating site, it's even if his face looks fine, they meet him. Uh -huh. That's a whole thing. Because I have a lot of women that there are like, so I need short a man guys in Miami, who's taller way. than me. When I put on my heels, I'm like, you can't wear flats. Like, why can't you wear flats? The average guy is like 5'8". I need you to calm down and wear flats. You know what I mean? Like, but that's a thing. It is a thing. A lot of women, like, I need a man who's taller than so me. So I have a question. Like, um, there's lots of now biracial relationships. Mm -hmm. There's this thing of preference versus discrimination. Mm-hmm. Like, am I discriminating against Asians, if I don't want to date an Asian man, I have a preference in a certain, like, Spanish man, that's my preference, or is that, like, people think, oh, I'm discriminating because I have a preference. No, it's what yeah, you're attracted to. But there's a difference between like, preference and discrimination. Some dudes be like, I don't like black girls. Sometimes I'll take that a little bit offensive, but I get but it. But then there's so I'll many, like, like, black women that hate that black men will date white women. I'm like, you are not taking anything from me. If that's your preference, that's your preference. It, it just is what it is. Now, some people do buy into the whole trophy mentality, and it does seem like 90% of our celebrity industry looks like that. But at the end of the day, it's like... like 80% of our relationships are interracial, like just or intercultural, you know. So, yeah, you might be Guyanese, but then he's from another part of Guyana that's like, ah, you know. So, I think it's preference, I don't think it's discrimination, especially if you weren't raised about around Asian yeah. men. If Asian men are nowhere around you, if you don't experience Asian men, like what would make you say, oh, let me try out an Asian man, you know? <laughs> and that's one thing with black women, right? So a lot of black women only want to date a black man because they're like, well, I don't know what to do with other races. Then I'm like, you have to open yourself up just because then you're only selecting one group when there's so many other groups right there, meaning white men. You know what I mean? I'm like, they can, they could be awesome too, I promise. You and know? it's not like, well, for me, I don't discriminate or I don't really think I have a preference. Maybe I do, but... It's just what appeals to me. Like, I've been attracted to white men, but white men haven't been attracted to me because mm. they have a preference. Right. And then you, you know, you kind of feel a certain way, but it is what it is. Like, I got two questions. Um, One, two. Is it true that women pick their preference based off of their fathers? Well, father, I said fathers, father. The man in their life. Well, that's called the Oedipus complex. So some women do, mm -hmm. right? Depending in terms of traits that remind you of their dad or whatever. So there are some things that, you know, the, the main provider, the main person in our lives, but was their Especially father their even life. in their life, you know? Like so many people are being raised by a single mom. So some of them are looking for a father figure. So are you just a provider type, you know? So, they, you know, everybody has their stuff because there's a lot of men that are raised without fathers. And then, so they're not even men because their moms taught them how to be men. And they're just like... I'm trying to do the best I can with what I know. And then a woman who's looking for you to change the tire. And it's like, and I have a dad or whoever, a mentor to help me change the tire. Like, but don't judge me on that. You know, so being able to come from the place of what's my past. Is that an excuse? What's an excuse? I feel like men kind of use that as an excuse. What? I didn't have a dad. No, I don't think it's an excuse because it's your reality, right? So it's like... But I mean, you can better yourself. Like, you can read books on how to be, like, a better... I know it's not the same but it's not it's not the same like my husband he had a he had a father 
who was present, but that's about it. So like his mom still did everything. The super mom that did all things and mm -hmm. served the food, cleaned the house, make the money, da da da. And his dad kind of sat there and received all good things and said, good boy. Like that's all he, that's, yeah. that's the only story and that he I've heard he about present. his dad. And that's it. So yeah, he's been a better man essentially than his dad. But then also he had warped expectations of me. Like, I ain't your mama, your mama right there. She said, right there, boo. So whatever you need, you go to your mama, but I am not the person to do all things. That's why we have Instacart. That's why we have DoorDash. That's why we have chefs, huh? That's vice versa, too. Yeah. So come home and try to make the man they talk to their missing father pretty much. Exactly. Yeah, so for me, it's really being able to deal with your underlying issues and expectations and then be able to say them and have a conversation of, you know, this is what I'm expecting from you. Is that fair or does that stress you out? Okay, how do you feel about girls that keep... It's like uh, that keep going in the same, going after the same type of guy. They know oh. it's not gonna work out. Oh yeah, that happens often, right? So it's a different dude um, with the same body, essentially. You know, it's like, oh, I thought you were different. No, this is the same exact relationship I just got out of. So it's just women not dealing with their stuff, which is what I help women do, right? So, so it's like they should deal with go out their comfort zone and. Well, not necessarily out their comfort zone, but it's like if they're dating the same type of person, there's a reason, right? And you got to get to the root cause of that because then otherwise you just picking a different color is not going to say it's a different man. You could be a different color, but still be the same personality, the same abusive type, the same cheating type it, 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 that transcends all races, you know? So who have you been attracting? What's the theme there? And how do we stop that theme to attract what you really want? Okay. And, um... Seeing you have said that in a relationship, you should apologize even if it's true because it's me. Even it, because it was me and uh, like I said earlier, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Mm -hmm. So can you explain that more into details? It's not what you say, it's how. So tone is everything. Well, y'all should speak on that, right? So my husband says it all the time. You know, like, <laughs> okay, say it with your chest then. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, you coming at me. His, this is what my husband would say, you know, in terms of women. He always used to know when he dated a woman that didn't have a father figure because then she'd get in his face, you know. And he was like, there's a certain respect that you have for a man that you don't do that unless you're ready to fight. Yeah, you know, like, you don't, you, don't, yeah. you don't come at me in a certain way unless we're going toe-to-toe. -to -toe. And I'm not trying to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with you, so I need you to back up, right? My girlfriend does that. Yeah, it's just the same one that you were just talking about? No, no, no. Oh, a different one? Yeah. So a lot of women that do that... Uh, missing dad didn't have a father figure in their life. That's it been his experience oh, in terms of who, who who he um who he dated in the past. He just noticed that for the women that were really disrespectful, they didn't have a male figure around that kind of corrected like you know you don't do that. Da, da, da. This is how you speak to a man. Da, 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 da. So for us, you know, sometimes we want to speak to a man like our girlfriend, and that doesn't work, right? And or we want to demand like he's our do boy, and that doesn't work. So how do you treat someone like a partner in life, like you're both here and you respect each other? It's a training. It's a it's a process and it's a lifelong process because we all have our own stuff that we bring to the table. Okay. All right. So let's get to our segment. Um, oh, our segment. Uh, between the sheets. Oh, it. between the sheets. We should have oh, like a snap. special. Drum roll. Oh. Oh. Okay. Bam, bam, bam. Um. <laughs> go ahead, Amanda. Go ahead. Okay, shake it up. Shake it up. Shake it up. How much questions? Five questions? Five. Oh snap. Between the sheets. I'm scared. And you're gonna pick and then you're just gonna read it. Okay. 
I'm scared. I did not come up with these questions. I'm surprised y'all didn't go live on Instagram. Y'all stick it back. You can go live. <laughs> Have you ever cheated on... You type these... Okay. Have you ever got cheated on with opposite sex or same sex? Have I, I ever been cheated on? Yes. No, the question was, um, what's worse? Sorry about that. What's worse, have, um, getting cheated on by the same sex or the opposite sex? Oh, in, in terms of my husband or, oh, well, not even put that into the air. In terms of a, a boyfriend, um, I would I would say by the same sex. Yeah, if he cheated with another man, I think that would be worse. <laughs> Then get cheating on with another Alright, next question. Welcome to Behind the Sheets. Behind the Sheets. Between the Sheets. Between the Sheets. Okay. If you were arrested with no explanation, what would your friends and family assume you had done? That's a good one. You like a fighter. <laughs> she is. So she they call me fighter. You know what she said earlier. Right? In marriage, it's. Oh, uh, what was it? Uh, you get through or through a casket. That's it. <laughs> so she probably killed her husband. Oh, let's not speak that into existence. Uh, I killed somebody trying to get at my husband. There How about that? There we go. There we go. I, we go. <laughs> I will cut you. Let me tell you, I went to uh, his high school reunion, right? So this is his 20 year high school reunion, and there's this one female that kept touching his chest as she passed. So what do you do in and, that situation? And I was seven months pregnant. Oh. And I was like, who is Becky Sue? Who is she? Becky with the good hair. Becky Sue. Who is she? Why does she keep touching you? He was like, babe, what are you talking about? Real life? Why does she keep touching you? Yes. Seven months pregnant at the Atlantic Spa Ocean. But, you know, in private. Oh. Does like, he have an explanation? Or he's just like, Yeah, he was like, oh, well, we had a thing back in, like, middle school. Oh. You know, she used to... <laughs> You know, back Ooh, in the day. Becky, Becky. And I was like, yeah. He was like, but babe, she's married with three kids. She, I was like, she touched your test three times. If she comes touch you one more time, it's me and her. No, it's, it's me and her. And does he know, like, oh, you going to do it? Like, he knows who he's dealing with? Well, you know, I've never done anything too crazy, but it's just like... I see Don't. you. That's that woman's intuition. Mm -hmm. How did she touch his chest? Nothing too crazy, but you know, just like a hey. You just you don't know. know. Like when you're just passing. I'm telling you, it's women's intuition. I'm like, yeah, yeah. who is it's, she? It's, it's, it goes both ways too, because if you see a dude with a chick and, then, and you just see it, you just watch them, you could tell like what's, what's it's going It's body language. Well, well guys are more obvious though. No, I don't think so. It's just the way they speak to you, the way they... Maybe middle school. Close. So have you ever done pop-ups? I was watching The Breakfast Club and they were talking about doing pop-ups and stuff and Angela Yee said, yeah, I've oh, done like a pop-up. She's like, I actually went through the window and met him home. I was like, okay, damn. <laughs> pop-ups, like, why are you doing pop-ups? If he says he's at somewhere and you, I guess, for some reason, you don't believe him, you'll mess around and go there and make sure he's there. <laughs> so you've done some pop-ups? Yeah, I've done pop-ups. But in the dating phase, I haven't done that in the marriage phase, but yeah, I've done some pop-ups because he works from home. Mm -hmm. you know? Where he's at? <laughs> I was in the neighborhood! <laughs> Hi, what's up? I did a pop-up before that ended that dating situation. Because we weren't that serious, and I think I was calling him or whatever. He didn't answer the phone. I was like, oh, well, since I'm right here, I'll just pass by. He was like, why are you at my house? <laughs> that was the thing. So that was the end of that. But then he also had a female at his house. So that also ended that situation. So, yeah, you know. Damn, damn. So do you the condone pop-ups? Pop I don't condone it. I'm for it. 
I'm, pro I'm against it. It depends on where you're headed. If it's a situation ship, it's whatever, it don't pop up. If it's something looking more serious, yeah, no problem, never Because if he didn't care, he wouldn't be like, you wouldn't get upset. Nope. I don't care about it. It's just I was in the it's neighborhood. Weird. I brought some cookies. <laughs> like, I believe you. I just have to confirm. Brought you some cookies. Thought you were hungry. Ah. Thanks for the cookies. Bye. Bye. See you later. That's all I need to know. You're yeah. just in there. So let's get the third third question. Oh, sorry. Hey, girl. What's your fantasy? Facing love between the sheets. Who should make the first move in a relationship? Oh, that's a good one. Listen, we in like y'all, like sex. Yeah, y'all are actually I think already relationship, relationship like, in general, like your first date. I guess. I guess. Oh, when like you the first kiss. Okay. okay. They might have kiss for a month. Why? Because he was it. on he was on this trip that's of true. we're just friends. Like he was, we're just friends. <laughs> we're just friends. We're just friends. Literally within the month of us dating, Valentine's Day came. He gave me this big bouquet, like you know when when people die, like the with yellow roses, yeah, like those the big old French. Oh my gosh, it was like the biggest cornucopia. It looked like the Thanksgiving thing. Oh my gosh. Oh, this is just a friendship bouquet. Happy Valentine's Day. I'm like, okay. But he was really serious about this whole friendship thing. So but finally, that's good because men will be like, oh, I just want to be friends. And then it's, okay, we're talking sexual stuff. Right. We're doing other things that yeah. isn't friendship. So I ended up making a move after a month. I was like, I'm just going to get some. Oh, so <laughs> you like, made the first move. I did. I was like, this did you judge him for that, girl? I was like, this takes so long. <laughs> you thought something was wrong with him? No. I think girls are judging. No, because we, we had a conversation about being abstinent. So at the same time, you're oh, like, so you don't want to run too cautious. quick, you know, because yeah. it, it's really easy to go from zero yeah, to 100. Because if you, real sometimes quick. when you move too early, the guy, the girl, it's like a turn off to the girl that usually runs away too sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, because I think it, girls it's like, a I think hard girls like in between. The, I think girls yes, like where's the, the in between? Lines, it's, it's a line. thin line yeah. between a kiss and sex nowadays. You know, it's like home base. <laughs> yeah. Who just started the game? Get my peanuts and my popcorn. <laughs> hmm. All right, next question. He's just looking for something crazy. Mm -hmm. He knows what he because he wrote that. You guys are awesome. Have you ever wanted to role play? Yeah. Have you role played? Yeah. yeah. Have you role played? What yeah. was the role play? I'm Sasha. Sasha, Sasha Fierce? <laughs> <laughs> like is he Jay-Z? No, no wigs. No wigs. No, 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 no. His name is Nafis. <laughs> His name is what? Nafis. What was that? You asked a role play. I said, is he Jay-Z? She said she's no. Sasha Fierce. I said, is he Jay-Z? No. Oh. No, Jay-Z said. Why do people say that, though? What? Oh, He's not my type. I like my husband only. He's the sexiest oh, man alive. Okay. That's a good That's a good answer. She brought it back home. <laughs> I know Idris Elba. Well, actually, my husband looks just like Idris Elba. Kinda. There you go. That's another good one. <laughs> he surely does. He surely does. Like, okay. like, I don't know if you could. Like, he looks very, like, people actually say. Oh, a little oh, bit, yeah. yeah. How many kids do you guys have? One. It's Ava. Cute. Yeah. Do you want any more? No, I'm good with one. <laughs> you guys have any more questions? Uh, no, that'll wrap it up. Uh, what? So where can we find you? Do you have a book? Is that in your oh, next book? I love you guys. <laughs> oh, yes. So I am working on a book. Ooh. So pretty much anybody interested in following me, I'm at InspireMany on Instagram. Is the book called Think Like a Woman? 
<laughs> no, <laughs> but that's a good one. That's what I'm saying. We need a, we need a little cheat code. You yeah. gotta get y'all cheat code. We need a cheat code. I like that. See, I'm giving y'all. Just write that down. She gave us something for the ding, show. Ding, ding. Like a woman. I like it. So um, yeah. So I am working on a book. I won't release the name just yet, but it's all around you know choosing the right one for you. You know, and um, how do you do that? Because that's a, a serious art. Because we've chosen all the wrong ones before, right? Um, on Facebook, I'm Ask Coach Cass. Um, I have Facebook groups. I have a website, InspireMany.com. Um, and where can they where can they get the matchmaking services? Yeah, so they could go to InspireMany.com to find out more. InspireMany, I N S P I R E M A N Y. Dot com is the easiest place and anybody watching you can go to relationshipsforbusywomen.com to get a free gift yeah i got a free gift there that you can get what is this free gift is it like a dildo or something or? no it's more of a checklist for your first date definitely not hosting passion parties <laughs> there is a lane for that but that's not my lane okay, okay. All right. so uh, i want to shoot y'all shot Thanks, guys. This is for having me. You're so awesome. This is so cool.